Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Another episode of Growth Reframed. We're so happy you're here. Today, we are going to talk about the topic of vulnerability and really if there's limits to how much you can share and how vulnerable you can actually be. Ooh, I love this one. This is going to be fun because I don't know about you, B, but for me, sometimes I feel like if I'm being vulnerable, I also could be in danger of oversharing or coming off a way that I don't want to present myself. So I can't wait to dive into this one. Yeah, it's interesting because as I was thinking about it, I was like, well, I think there's different layers to it, right? Much like everything, there's different layers. So I kind of want to get into all of it. Like if I'm, for example, if I'm talking to you as my wife, as my you know partner in crime, as all the things, then there might be a different limit or a different level to what I can share than going out on social media and just you know blabbing out my whole life. And I know there's different levels of and comfortable levels of what people want to share, but I think it also depends on who you're sharing it with, what you're sharing, and all those things. But I found even between us, like honestly, the reason it all came up is between us, I felt like there was there was an amount that I was willing to share. Mm-hmm. For a long time, that amount was way less than it is now. But there were amounts that I was willing to share for things I was struggling with, my depression issues, the issues I was having as like the the man in the relationship. I don't know, whatever you whatever issues I was having around the topic. I felt like I could share with you to a point, but then I always felt like then I was just after a minute, I was just coming off whiny, needy, like, and I felt like I could share it up to a point and you could reciprocate, you know, a caring nature. But after a while I was projecting onto you, you're thinking, man, he is just a weak, whiny baby. And, and that's just the feeling I had. Now, I often say, I don't know if it's a man thing or a me thing, but it's a struggle that I have. And I feel like if you don't realize that it's there or don't think about it, and I'm hoping a lot of our listeners hadn't thought about this yet, but are you limiting the amounts of vulnerability that you're actually putting out there? Because I found that for me, I was. There's so there's so much to unpack there. I don't even know where I want to start. Okay. So first of all, the relationship itself, right? So I feel like you knew that you would share more with me because of who I am to you. So I think that's a great point that it depends definitely on the who, but also like what you believe of the other person is super important to this conversation because you're going to share more with people who you feel like care more. You're going to share more with people who you feel like have a higher tolerance for hearing about your problems, issues, good news, bad news, anything. Well, and I found too that I'm doing this not only with you, but when I started to kind of dissect it, I found I was doing it with everybody. When I was going to have a conversation about the handful of people I had a conversation with about me being depressed, I was challenged to actually share that with someone. And so I went out and I shared that with someone. But even as I was thinking about who I was going to share it with, I was like, okay, 
Who's it going to be? And how, you know, who could, who could I share this with? Who could I take? And how much do I have to tell them? Like have to basically, yeah, have to one. And then once I'm telling them, I'm thinking through in my head while I'm on the phone with them, I'm going to talk about these three things. These are the three things I'm going to talk about. Now, while I'm on the phone, I'm realizing that as I'm talking about these three things, like after I've discussed those, there's other things I want to talk about, but then do I continue to share or have I kind of met my limit? Do I continue to share or are they just sick of hearing me talk? And see, these are, these are negative self beliefs too, that I had that I was questioning with it. And it's really about when you're being vulnerable, there's a level of emotion and there's a level of perceived weakness when you're being vulnerable. And so you, you do have to limit it, I think, with some people because you can't overshare with everyone because if people don't receive it well, it can be really hard to handle, especially if you know you have some of the haters out there who take it and run with it or you have people that you're sharing it with and then they use it against you. And we've all been in that scenario too. And so I think you have to limit it sometimes, but for me, I over limit. I can tell you, I over, uh, I over limit myself and undershare, even though I'm a so-called vulnerable and believe in vulnerability and believe it's truly like a superpower. If you can be open and honest with where you're at, I feel like I don't want to be needy either. And one of my underlying fears is that people think that they have to take care of me or pity me or they need to do something for me because I'm open and honest. And honestly, after I shared all the things that I've shared, I mean, me and you, I've had that conversation. Like I've struggled with thinking that because I shared now people are treating me differently, but it's like, are they treating me differently or they just care? You know, do they just care about me? And that's an internal struggle for me because I feel like, well, now they're treating me differently. But am I just projecting that onto them because I feel like I shared or maybe overshared or maybe wasn't ready to share or just it's hard. It's hard to talk about these things. So that's a difficult thing, too. I don't know. I just gave you a ton. But like Mm -hmm. that, that is kind of all my inner thoughts when I when I'm really thinking through this. For me, one of the biggest things is like. Where is the limit for which thing? So for instance, like on this podcast, we want to be open. We want to be vulnerable. We want to tell everybody who's listening what's going on. And we don't want to shy away from that. But also there are things that are sacred to us. There are things that we will never talk about on this podcast probably, or at least right now we believe we probably won't talk about them. That could change. But there are certain parts that we believe that are just meant for us. There are certain things that we've gone through, certain experiences we've had, certain thoughts that we think that will just be between the two of us because that's what's sacred to us. And it doesn't mean that we're being dishonest. It just means that that's part that we believe that we should have a boundary between this podcast and our life together and our marriage and our relationship and our ourselves even. And I think that that's okay. I don't think that you have to, whether you have a podcast or not, share every single detail with every single person and put it all out there. Because again, there are there is something to be said about protection and boundaries and what what is projected out there. And is it important to share? Yes. But is it important to share every little thing that pops into your head ever? No. Yeah. And I think that's like one of the things a lot of people deal with is it's like a toxic oversharing, like you're, you're sharing and then it's, and, and I don't mean to say this cause I think most people have like good intentions, but people share things to get the attention. Mm-hmm. And so 
people, a lot of times when you, when you deal with enough people that are doing that, then you start to kind of, it changes you emotionally and how you're thinking about it. And it almost makes you question their intent when they're sharing, if they're oversharing too much or oversharing to a point. The thing I've had to caution myself in, and I would caution everyone listening with is that's fine. And like you said, Meg, you don't have to share with everyone or everything, but if you build up the walls for long enough, you find that they start closing in on you. At least for me, that's my experience. Like I don't share. And then I'm putting up so many walls that I'm not sharing at all. And then I feel alone because I've closed myself off so much that it's just me with my thoughts and I don't have the support system and I'm upset that I don't have the support system, but then I'm not allowing myself to be open with people enough to build that support system. So I'm actually hindering myself from being able to share and putting myself in that my a box of my own making. Yeah, I think that you could argue that that's still boundaries. It's just boundaries in the other direction. I think that you maybe need to open your border walls a little bit and other people might need to close them down. And I think that there's a really valid point in what you just said that like the overshare can be a problem if it's for attention. But on the other side of that, if you're sharing and not necessarily oversharing, but if you're talking to somebody about something and you're doing it to help them. I think that's really a great thing because sometimes it can be so hard to open up about what's really going on. But if it's in your heart that you need to share, that you need to tell this thing because you think that it could be valuable to them, I think that's really brave. And I don't think that's an overshare at all. I think that's just helping somebody through the, through an experience because you've been there, you really understand them. And that's totally helpful, I think, to most people, maybe not to some, but if somebody had been open with me about something that I said I was struggling with and they've had that same struggle, then I would appreciate that honesty and that vulnerability instead of feeling like, geez, they're trying to make it about them right now. And I think that that would be something that I would want from other people because every time in my life where I've opened up and said, hey, this is what I'm going on, and somebody says, I completely understand my circumstances maybe weren't the exact same, but I can understand where you're coming from because of this. It helped me feel normal because I didn't feel alone anymore. Like I was the only one who had ever experienced this or felt this way. Well, and I th- it, it, the, the interesting thing too is it's, it's nice to hear that other people have had a similar experience or can kind of relate with you. And it's not even about like validation. It's just about knowing that you're, you know, you're almost in like a community with someone like Mm -hmm. they, they've experienced something similar, they've struggled. And many times when that's happened in my own life, I'm a little shocked because I was like, man, I never known because people don't share. They're not open to sharing. But when you create a community where people are willing and open to share and, and being vulnerable, then you are able to hear so many more stories and they're real, you know, it's, it's real Mm -hmm. stuff. One of the things you said that I don't want to skip over because I think it's it's extremely important. It was really awesome that you said it is vulnerability. Like when you're being vulnerable, when you're being open with someone, it's brave. It takes courage because I was scared to death every time I've shared, even with you, some of the things, because if I say it out loud, then it's real. Mm-hmm. See, if I'm if it's in my own head, somehow it's not real. Or if it's something that I'm struggling with, but I'm not telling anyone about, then it's not real. The problem is it builds up so much that you have to share or, you, you know, it's going to, something's going to break inside of you. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to that point too. So it's, it's important to note if you are setting limits, because I think a lot of us do, that 
sharing doesn't make you weak. Even if the person that you share with is trying to use it against you or says the wrong thing or does the wrong thing, it's still better to have some level of trust and to be able to have the courage and bravery to share what's actually going on with you than to keep it inside. Because I think, are we limiting it sometimes? And sometimes it's necessary, like you said, with boundaries or whatever else. But you you, you have to be careful on the other side of then not sharing at all. Right. And I think it's a learning experience too, because maybe you do share with somebody and you want to be open and honest with them. And maybe they're just not that person. And then from that point on, you would know like, hey, when I need to talk about this certain thing with this person, that's not going to be who that is anymore. I'm going to learn from this experience. That's not the kind of support that I needed from that. So I'm going to find a different person to share this kind of struggle with because this person over here that I just shared with maybe is really great at some other things and maybe can offer some really solid advice in some other areas, but it wasn't what I needed for this particular thing. So I think that understanding that there might be different kinds of support or vulnerability that you need from certain people, the relationship level matters, all these different facets kind of all have to come into play at the same exact time for you to understand really what the limit is of this vulnerability because it's going to have to be fluid. It's going to have to change and update and move around depending on all those things. Yeah, it is. It's so fluid because as you were saying that, I think for me, I was like, but I want to share and I need to share, but I've never actually done that. Like we don't have a relationship that does that. Like I can't do that because that's never been what we've actually done before with whoever the person is. And so it's like, well, right. But then by that logic, then how will you ever get to the place where you're comfortable sharing big things? And you could try even with some people to share smaller things and then just see how it goes and then build a foundation of a relationship that's open to sharing. And like you said, that's not going to be with everyone else. Right. At the beginning of the episode, you were talking about how you worried that people might perceive it as whining. So I wanted to circle back to that because I do think that there is a danger sometimes with certain people thinking that all you do is complain to them. But I would challenge us, everybody listening, to really understand the dynamic of the relationship because there are times when, yeah, you might be whining a little bit in your effort to be vulnerable and transparent with somebody, but also how are they with you? Like, do they also share that with you? Because if they're also sharing with you, then this is a two-way street and you can sort of almost give up the worry that all you're doing is whining and that's how they're going to perceive you. Now, if you are literally only whining to them and complaining to them in the name of vulnerability, then maybe you need to look at yourself and figure out how to be a better friend because it should not be a one-way street. It should be a two-way street. And that's how vulnerability works. That's how friendships work. That's how relationships work. And I think that we're in real danger if we worry so much about how we're coming off that we're just a burden or a whine or whining to somebody over and over. What's that relationship really look like deep? And if it is a good relationship, that's great. Then you have to let that negative self-talk go. They're not thinking you're whining. They do support you. They do want to know. They're not just thinking you're just a whiny baby and complaining all the time. They're actually interested in your life. Yeah, and I think that's an important word of caution too, that if you are sharing with someone all the time and they're not reciprocating at all, it might not be, not saying it is for sure, but it might not be the person that you want to share it with because you want someone who is open to also sharing. I mean, not that you need to like go back and forth with problems only. I mean, you could just share things about your life. 
doesn't always have to be vulnerability about a specific problem. It could just be being open with something that's happening. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us have gotten so comfortable with not sharing anything that we're just not in a place that we're willing to share. But there is some level of if you're constantly sharing and then they're never reciprocating, then is that the person that you want to be sharing with? Because you really want to be building a relationship, not just having it be you know, something where you're saying something and then they're never saying something back and you have to kind of question the intention if they're not willing to share back like what's going on. Uh, I did want to just ask one additional question because we hadn't really talked about it, but do you find that you limit your own vulnerability? I think we all do. I mean, maybe that's not true. Maybe that's me protecting myself, but I know that I do and my guess is that most of us do because like you said, there's so many different things. I don't want to come off as the complainer. I don't want to burden somebody with my problems if it is a problem. I don't want to sound braggy if it's a really good thing that happened to me. I don't want to oversell myself. I don't, you know, like it doesn't matter which way it is, whether it's positive or negative. There's a million reasons you can talk yourself out of being vulnerable with what's going on. And yes, I do do it. I'm trying not to. But again, it's dependent on the relationship. It's dependent on the situation, the topic. It's dependent on all those things. So for me, yes, there is a limit. And it's going to change forever and ever and ever because it has to. Because I'm not going to have the same relationship with you or with anybody else that I have today in the future. It's going to look different. So my limits may increase or decrease. And it's just going to have to increase or decrease with that relationship no matter what. Yeah, and I think it all comes back to a level of comfort that you have with it. And I think you can start small, and I think you can find one person that you're willing to share something with, and you can you know, just start the conversation there. But the real struggle is that boundaries are important, and we never would say you have to share it and shout it from the, mount, the rooftops like we do a lot of the time on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I think it is important to have someone around you, at least one person that if you are struggling, that if you are just dealing with something, whatever it is, that you're at least trying to share, but maybe not just stop with that one person if it doesn't go the way that you thought or they don't respond in the appropriate way. Don't shut yourself down forever because it is really important to share. And there's a lot of power in sharing and having someone reciprocate that caring with you. And we'll leave you all with that. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.